Welcome, welcome. This is Jesse with Recovering Mentally, coming to you live from Nebraska. I'm here today to talk to you about being your most authentic self. I personally left corporate America. It was affecting my mental health. It was affecting my sobriety. And now I branched out onto my own with learning all these kinds of great tools to help coach and guide you through this. Because you know what? We are awesome and we are badasses when we are doing the things that we love that are not only good for our self, our career, our success, but for our mind, body, and soul. So let's get started. Hey guys, it's Jesse with Recovering Mentally again. I am super excited today. I have Dustin Arton here with us live. Dustin is four years sober. He's Hello. recovering. Dustin, thank you for coming. I want to tell our audience a little bit about why it was so important for me to have you on the show. And one is, is because as you know, in recovery, when we share our stories, we're helping others and we're helping ourselves stay strong in sobriety. But also when it comes to recovering and mental wellness and mental health, men have a tendency to suffer in silence. And I want all people, all walks of life to know that this is a safe space. This is what we're here for and we're getting through it together. So Dustin, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you being on here. Well, thanks for having me. I can't say enough how happy I am to be here and how grateful I am and I am a, a little bit of a talker so I'll just answer whatever you want basically. <laughs> so so where did your journey start before you got into recovery? What was your drug or drink or whatever of choice? I loved cocaine <laughs> and then I liked putting Xanax with the cocaine. Mm. And do the old speedball type effect, you know? So yes. I, I dabbled here and there and everything. But Coke was my favorite. And I did it a lot. So I am just glad to be alive, honestly. <laughs> I, I can't. Mine was alcohol. And I am very blessed that I'm alive and I also didn't break out in handcuffs. So Right. Um, I actually did get in a little bit of legal trouble, which was part of, you know, the reality check. Like, dang, what, what the hell are you doing? You know what I'm right. saying? Kind of a look in the mirror moment. And I got hit with a felony. You know, we'll just put that out there. We won't have to go into one of the, what it was for, what and ever. But, you know, I disrespected myself and my family. And my friends, which is not the person who I wanted to be. And then the moment that it struck me, I was at Dirty Bird Camp Out in Detroit. The only one they've ever had in Detroit. So it's a big moment for us people who like DJ music. Mm -hmm. And the first night I go up there with a few of my buddies. We're there. We're doing our thing. We're having a good old time. And they're only staying for the first day. And it's a two-day barbecue. I decide myself, I'm staying, I'm partying, I'm doing my thing. You know what I mean? And I bought a Greyhound ticket for the home the next day. I'm staying in Detroit by myself. So I go to Dirty Bird Barbecue Sunday, all day by myself, partying, doing everything with everybody. 
dancing, having a great time. And Justin Martin comes up. The sun's going down. He starts playing a song called Hello Clouds. And something clicked. The way that his music sounded, the way everybody was around me, something said, it's time to get real about getting real. Mm-hmm. It's time to be who you need to be. Because if this man can make this many people feel this good with the stuff that he creates, you can too. Because I've, you know, I've been an artist my entire life. I've made stuff for people forever since I was a kid, you know, and I was homeless for a while, just living on the street, not creating, and then I got in trouble. So it was like, wow, my mom came and saw me in jail, said, I'm not getting you out of jail this time, Dustin. And I come from a cop family background, you know, so oh, I'm wow. black she- yeah, I'm black sheep of the family artist. I had hair, 17 inches, gauged earrings, you know what I'm saying? Like black sheep of the cop family. And my mom says, I'm not getting you out of jail. There's no favors coming for you this time. Well, so I spent 30 days in jail with one contact because I got tased by the cops for stealing. And that was my, you know, okay, you're, you're, not, you're not who you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. That was all before, right when I went to that Dirty Bird camp out. I went to the Dirty Bird camp out, or the barbecue, I'm sorry. I went to the barbecue, and that feeling hit me. And it was like, it's time to change. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're doing what you were doing. You don't need to do that anymore. And from that moment on, I partied the rest of that night. I slept in a trash bag at the Detroit Greyhound station. A security guard kicked me to wake me up, told me to go inside. And I rode the Greyhound bus home all twacked out. And I haven't done drugs again. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So Justin Martin's music changed me. And I personally want to thank him just for that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just for giving me that mind frame. What got me going with art again was... Another artist's mother actually reached out to me on Facebook. Mark Martinez, AKA Subset, his mom reached out to me, saw you know, some of my doodles, some of my paintings that I post on my page, and was like, hey, I want you to commission a portrait of my son. I was like, okay, who's your son? She said, Subset. I was like, okay, who's Subset? You know, Mark Martinez. This is before I know anything about Holy Ship, anything about that crowd. You know, I was Dirty Bird only. Yep. And um, so I get to, get to going on this portrait, and I start doing research on Mark Martinez, and I find out about Holy Ship, and I see a picture of Mark, and he's wearing a Wonder Woman outfit. <laughs> and he's DJing in a full Wonder Woman outfit. And I was like, I love this man already. What is this? What is this? I have to be part of this. This is so crazy. And I do a little research and I find out about Holy Ship. Shout out Gary. Shout out Ship Fam. And um, man, if the, the community that that 
just brought to me has changed my life. So anyways, let's get back on track here. I start my painting for Mark. I do my painting for Mark and I decide to go on Holy Ship and I take the painting with me so I can present Mark the painting in person on the ship that he doesn't even know is really coming. I pull some strings through like some friends that I made to find out where Mark is staying. And I message Mark and I'm like, hey, I have a present for you. Your mom commissioned a painting for you. I'm bringing it to you on ship. I'm in customs right now trying to get through. A guy sees me from the elevator with my huge painting. And he's like, hey, man, come here. I was like, okay. So I walk over there and he just puts me on an elevator and I get to skip the whole line skip the whole line, and I go up to Mark's room, knock on the door, and he answers the door in his towel. It's, it's a back-to-back ship, so he's been partying and uh, DJing for four days. I'm pretty sure Mark's sober also. I want to say Mark's sober also. Don't quote me, though. And um, he answered the door in his towel, and his girlfriend's there. I was like, do you need me to come back, man? And he sees the picture, and he's like, oh, my God, no, come in. And this is the first time I've ever met Mark. Mm-hmm. And he's half naked. I got my two buddies with me who I've been with, you know, who I just met at the sh- ship fan pre-parties and all this stuff. And Mark's like, oh my God, this is amazing. This is insane. Shows his manager, shows his girlfriend, gives me a hug and um, gives me three limited edition pins that he was handing out on a ship that he had just made for special people that he'd given to friends. Gave me three of those, and long story short, gave me a hug, and I left. So, Wow. So like two hours later, we're getting on ship, getting them customs, everybody's getting around, and Mark's set comes up, okay? Mm-hmm. I walked to his set because I wanted to hear his music. I didn't know much about him. Turns out, incredible DJ, plays any and any craziest thing you could think of. And uh, my painting is sitting front, center mass, in front of the Holy Ship mandated logos for his set for everybody on ship to see. Oh my gosh. That was my breakout moment. I just cried immediately and everybody's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And that's my painting. (laughs) You know? And they're like, no way. Oh my God. You did that? So yeah. And ever since then, people have been reaching out and my life has changed. I am an artist now first and I work second job, you know, just to keep things going. But yeah, right now the plan is just Keep arting, Dustin Arton all the, all day. DustinArton.com, Dustin Arton on Instagram, Dustin Arton. How would you say, do you feel that your art has been an outlet to keep you sober for so long? Oh, most definitely. Most definitely because me, I'm a person who, since I liked cocaine so much, I moved a mile a minute. I'm here, I'm there, I'm there. Where's Dustin? Where'd he go? Where's he at? He's over there. I saw him. Okay, bye. See ya. And my art is a way for me to hone in on something, concentrate 100% focus every, all of my being 
into what I'm creating that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I got to put my passion into it and everything into it because if I don't, then it's not real. Right. And I have to have that in my life or I will use. I need that feeling of real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's so much fakeness around us. Yeah. There's so many things that you can portray or be and you're not. Mm-hmm. Or what you see that isn't really there or what is there and you can't even see. People see things through different eyes, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yes, I would say most definitely art is my outlet. If I didn't have a creative mind, I'd be in the gutter, 100%. What was your, because when I was recovering, when I started my recovery, I hit a low point at about 50 days. Did you have any of those low points or did you just always have this amazing passion for art that just kept you I'll be real with you. I'm always at a low and a high point. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. You're talking to a bipolar one girl. I'm, I'm bipolar mixed. Gemini. <laughs> so I'm your best friend or your worst enemy. Yep. And right now, since I've been sober, I'm nice Dustin, good Dustin, and things have been going the way they should be. And that's why I know I'm on my right path. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I got the feeling in my bones, like, oh man, you're doing the right things. The right things are happening. Things are going your way for once. Weird. You're, you're doing the things that you should be doing. Weird. You know? <laughs> you're doing what your higher power created you to do. Yeah, like whatever, whatever you believe in, yep. you go for it. And you go for it with your heart. And if you don't go with it 100% full-fledged, because, you know, I was one foot in art, one foot in everything else for so long that I prospered in nothing. Yeah. You know what and I'm saying? And I've been there. I, it's, it's easy for us to do that with bipolar one. You fall into mania mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you're, you're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And, but none of it is getting our full focus. So therefore it's hard to create whatever right. that creation is for somebody Definitely. in a, in a grounded place. Yeah, and I'm I'm very I'm a lucky person because I have the community that I have and I have a loving girlfriend who allows me to do the things that I do and put in the hours and the time. And I have an art manager, shout out Kay, shout out my loving girlfriend Martha, who are who make they make Dustin Arton. Mm-hmm. Dustin Arton is just not one person. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Because we're, I'm a, we're a team effort, and I could not be who I am and what I'm doing now without the community and out the support that I have. Can I ask, when you got sober and when you started pouring your, pouring your soul into your art, how did your family take that? Were they supportive? Man, we're about to open up a, a can of corn here. I'm sorry. It's okay. I don't talk to my dad. Okay. My dad and I have been splitsies for a long time. We don't see eye to eye. He 
texts me on my birthday sometimes, you know, on Christmas sometimes. Here okay. lately, you know, I've tried to be better, but that's, I'm still trying. Let's be real. That's going to be an ongoing thing. And Dustin, um, I will tell you that my dad is a functioning alcoholic and alcohol was my drug of issue. That's and what my dad's was also. We it still is. We used to be best friends, but the moment he lost his drinking buddy, our relationship completely changed. I'm sorry to hear that. That's horrible. I'm sorry. But we find our tribe. Yep. You don't yep. have and to I, be blood related to have That's family. I feel, I feel yeah. like family is the people you choose. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was born to a mother and a father, and I love my mom and my dad. And I love my mom to death, and I love my dad. You know, my mom has been 100% supported for me forever. She still has my Ninja Turtle drawings when I was five years old. Scribbled. Oh my goodness. She still has them pressed in a scrapbook. And she says to me, you know, don't get too big of a head. This <laughs> used to be what you drew. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So my mom has always been there for me. Mm-hmm. She has been the one constant in my life who's seen it all, who's been through it all. She's a two-time cancer survivor. She's a beast of a woman, and I love her to death. And wow, yeah. So she's always been there. My dad's side, my cousin Nick, he's been supportive, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, I don't really talk to my dad's side that much because I'm the black sheep, like I said. Right. And um, But my cousin Nick has been like a brother to me. Growing up, I always went over to my aunt and my uncle Kent's house, you know, and he mm-hmm. was always there. That was my escape. So my cousin Nick, man, he was my rock growing up. And yeah, my family on my mom's side have always been on my back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What are you doing? Why aren't you creating? You are not who you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Get it together. They saw it in you. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because when I lost sports, when I lost that structure, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? That forced structure of do this, do this, do this. Now you're mandated to go here and you don't have time to think. When I lost sports, I didn't know what to do with myself because I was a all-star athlete. You know what I'm saying? I went Mm -hmm. to nationals and long jump and triple jump in high school and junior Olympics. I played football. You know, all year round, I played sports, basketball, baseball, track, played all sorts of sports growing up. My dad was always my coach. That's where I think as an adult, my beef comes with him is because, Mm -hmm. you know, growing up in the 80s and 90s, it was different back then. It was significantly. You can't touch a kid now the way yank them in public. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. You can't spank a kid anymore. Right. And spanking back then was... Why are you not whooping that child's ass in the grocery store for throwing a fit? Exactly. You know, it's interesting that you say that because in a previous podcast, I had a conversation with someone and I said to them, I think that our generation saw the, and I love, just like you, I love my parents. I am so close with my mom. They did everything that they could with what they had. But like every other generation, 
we are trying to do things differently than how our parents did mm-hmm. it. It's like Gen X, Gen Y, Gen Z, Gen what's next. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes. So we're trying to we're trying to break the mold here. And you know, my mom has always been a loving support rock for me. And if I didn't have her, it's you know what I'm saying? We have to have people around us. You have to choose your crew, who you have to make you succeed. Amen. You are so spot on. And I will tell you what's really sad to me, for me, when, okay, so I'll be 41 next month. I got sober a little over two years ago. What is sad to me is, is that it took me so long to figure it out. And all the friends that I thought were my friends are gone. Um, Same. But But I don't mourn them anymore because I realize now they were not there to serve a good purpose for me. In my personal situation, I know that with the friends that I've lost in the past, I created that situation Mm -hmm. because I was a monster. I stole from them. I took from them. I did whatever I could from them to gain for me because I wanted more, 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 more. Well, yeah. When we're in the grips of our, our disease, absolutely. We'll do anything. Yeah. So, and nobody matters. This is a public apology to anybody I've ever done wrong. Like back when I was who I was from bottom of me, I am sorry for being that guy like me. I'm going to join you in that. And I'm going to say, I'm sorry for being that girl. Cause that is not the girl that's here today. Right. Exactly. It's like, if we can meet again, I'll give you a hug. <laughs> yeah. And show you, Yeah. not just definitely. tell you, show you the better person that I am now. Yeah. And I have to tell you, Dustin, I'm so glad our paths crossed because I have seen some of your artwork and you guys seriously go to DustinArton.com, go to Instagram. Thank you. Thank you. He, your artwork, like I said in that one post that I mentioned one time, it speaks to me. Like it, there was, there was one beautiful piece that I just felt I could see and feel so many emotions out of it. And I could relate to the emotions I was seeing and feeling. It was just, it's one of the most beautiful cathartic experiences I've had with looking at art. That is an extremely high compliment and very meaningful to me. Thank you. Like that means that's why I create like what you just said is the reason why I make things for people is for you to feel those things and for that to come through only makes me want to go even harder now. You know well, what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I, you know, it's interesting. People think mental health and recovering, we shouldn't talk about it. It's a stigma, but some of the most beautiful, most creative, most incredible things come out of people that do have struggle. My pain because they've been there. has become part of my pleasure, which is... Something that I know not a lot of people are probably able to do because, you know, when I'm creating and I'm honed in and I'm putting all this emotion behind it, I'm thinking, you know, man, 
you're really doing something here. You're yeah. really, you're actually doing something here. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you, it's just, it's special. And to come full circle with the art and with Mark this past weekend, they did a uh, benefit stream for Envied Records, you know, all, all weekend long, they were killing it. And uh, shout out Envied and Corey. And they were um, just spinning all weekend for everybody during quarantine, you know, putting on a show for everybody while they're sitting at home, working hard. And we're in Zoom chat, just hanging out, watching the DJs do their job. Mm-hmm. And I get a message from Mark. And he messaged me like, yo, do you want to paint on my stream? I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah. And uh, cause one of, I don't even know who told him in the zoom chat said like, wow, look at Dustin, what he's doing right now. And I was painting. I wish you could see behind me right now is a Marvel carnage. And uh, he ended up putting my screen on his screen for about seven hours. And he played until like seven, eight in the morning. And I finally had to shut her down, man. Cause I was up for three days straight just doing art producing. And because uh, when I go, I'm all in. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? And thank you again to Mark because, you know, like that's a circle type thing. It's symbolism. It's synergy. It's a circle. And it started with him and it's ended right there with him. And it's beginning a whole nother circle. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I'm it's- just ready to go and get it even more. I want more. You have such a beautiful soul, and I cannot thank you enough for coming on here. Thank you for having me. I I hope I did good. (laughs) You did great. And again, you guys, DustinArton.com, DustinArton on Instagram. I'm also going to be putting up Dustin's photo bio, all the information on how you can find him on Recovering Mentally Crew. Dustin, again, thank you. Yeah, reach out if you want some art. Yeah, you have a good day. Reach out if you want some art. Love you guys. Well, you guys, that's all we've got for today. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you go out in the world this week and be the badasses and authentic selves that you are because you are amazing. Do not hesitate to hit a review and let us know what you need to hear because that's the goal. We're here for you. We are recovering mentally together. See you soon.